Hey everybody, it's me, your friendly podcast editor Dave. Just thought I would explain about what's going on with this weird and wonderful episode. So, just in case you don't know and you don't follow them, Nick and Bunty, fantastic retro streamers, stream on a Friday evening generally and on a Wednesday doing the uh, Mario Kart tournament. They very kindly allowed me to do a small part for their Christmas Day stream, which I jumped on with full aplomb. So what you're about to hear is a complete, full, unedited version that appeared on this stream on Christmas Day. So I hope you enjoy it. Regular episodes are going to be coming very, very soon. Please bear with us. <laughs> but I thought, if if you follow me, there is a good chance you follow Nicky Bunny as well. So I thought maybe you'd possibly want to hear the full thing. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. Bye-bye. Hello, greetings and salutations, and welcome to the podcast. Wait, this isn't the Anyone for Seconds podcast, which is normally available on all good podcast platforms. Um, this looks like a Twitch stream. This is really weird. Um, hang on. There's a thing down there. Um, Nikki and Bunty. Well... I appear to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Wait a minute. That means I don't have to talk about the bad stuff. Yes! Okay, well, seeing as it's nearly Christmas time, let's talk Christmas games. More specifically, let's talk about a tie-in game to one of the best Batman films, this one here. We're going to talk about Batman Returns on the Sega Master System. But that's not a Christmas game, I hear you cry out loud at me. Well, the film is technically a Christmas film. There's Christmas trees, there's candy canes, there's decorations. What more do I need to say to convince you of this? And on top of that, the main theme of the whole entire film is family and togetherness. Albeit in a rather truncated fashion. How's that? How's that for you? Is that Christmassy enough? Anyway... We're not talking about the film, we're talking about one of its many tie-in video games. Namely, the Sega Master System adaptation, a 2D side-scrolling platformer. Which are fundamentally different from one of its many other Sega variants, such as the Mega Drive and the Sega CD. These two versions were, again, side-scrolling platformers in a similar vein to the original Batman tie-in game, but also widely different from Konami's NES and SNES follow-ups to the original Batman game. However, I grew up playing the Immortal Master System version. And for many years, it was the closest I ever felt to becoming Batman. Without the obvious tragic background of becoming an orphan and travelling the world with ninjas and, you know, more importantly, becoming a billionaire playboy with loose morals and with a very loose sense of justice. At least until the Rocksteady Arkham games came along and spent... And I spent many hours punching perps in the face while screaming, Cause I'm Batman! And justice! The Sega adaptation sees you taken to the streets of Gotham, dispensing justice! The old-fashioned way, throwing your trusty batarang at brightly coloured punks who seek to prevent you from your goal of catching the penguin and catwoman. That's right, your trusty batarang. You don't get to punch people in the face in this, 
but a well-timed batarang throw is just as satisfying as a punch to the face. You pick up various multicolored bat symbols as you go, adjusting not only the speed of the throw, but also the distance of reach for your batarang. Yes, it's simple, but we are talking about an 8-bit variation on the world's greatest detective. On top of dispensing justice, use your trusty grappling hook to swing around Gotham, avoiding bottomless pits caused by those nasty street punks. Attaching yourself onto lampposts and buildings, it's a simple mechanic that works wonderfully, allowing you to traverse your surroundings, albeit in a 2D linear style. And most importantly, allowing you to, once again, dispense justice. What really makes the game stand out for me, though, is the attention to detail that is bestowed upon Gotham. It's dark and twisted, matching the aesthetic from Burton's films, but also allowing the city to be its own character, which arguably Gotham is within most Batman media anyway. Batman himself is instantly recognisable, even if you may struggle to see the trademark pointy ears. You know what though, the character design all round is pretty bloody good. The street punks are again recognisable from the film itself, and egos easily distinguishable from one another. From rolling punks to framethrower lads, there's enough variety for a truly challenging experience. Speaking of challenging experiences, this is one of the very first games, well, to my knowledge anyway, citation needed, that had branching pathways. At the start of each level, you have two different options, as indicated by a lovely blue screen with two pictures of the routes to take. This acts as a subtle difficulty level, one route being easy while the other being much harder to navigate. As a young boy, I didn't realise this and just thought that it was a cool way to explore Gotham. It would probably explain why I've never finished it and to this day still struggle a little while. The challenge is entirely your choice, whether you take an all easy route, an all difficult route, or decided to mix things up. I mean, for 1993 when this game was released, that's a pretty big deal. Let's talk music. This game's got a lot of it, all of it equally catching and entertaining. Sadly, there's no 8-bit version of Danny Elfman's theme, but we'll forgive it as this soundtrack is so friggin' great. Seriously, for me, it's one of gaming's greatest soundtracks alongside Sonic Chaos, also on the Saga Master System, and modern greats like The Last of Us and Loco Roco. Even dedicated music games like Guitar Hero struggled to touch this soundtrack's greatness. I love it so, so much. Ultimately, I love this game. It cemented my love of not only the goddamn Batman, but also the platforming genre. With enough challenging elements, striking visual style and catchy tunes, there's enough there to keep you going for a solid evening's worth of gaming. So to anybody watching right now who's never played this and think the Arkham series is one of Batman's greatest video game appearances, of which it is, tied alongside the Injustice fighting games, naturally, give this a go. It may just surprise you. Well, I suppose I'd better get back to the awful things now. I really don't want to. I, I just kind of want to stay here in, in this nice little bubble of time that we're in right now. I still have nightmares about the Cat in the Hat film, for God's sake. Save me and Nicky and Bunty. You're my only help.